Well, I guess let's get started. Um, hello everyone, welcome to Sip Happens. I'm your host, Yomira, and today I'll be talking with Markel. Markel, welcome to the show. I appreciate you. I feel like this was something we talked about, so the fact that like we actually did it is good because I feel like some people will be like, Oh, I want to be on your podcast or something, yeah. and then they just don't. So, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, let's man, cheers to you being on the podcast. So I know we had like a list of topics to talk about and I kind of narrowed it down to three. Um, So the three that I ended up choosing um, were navigating through adulthood, um, finding purpose in life and motivation versus discipline. Um, So I guess we can start off with navigating through adulthood. How has that been for you? I had... um first into adulthood I had some quarter life crisis like mm-hmm. when I first started like my big boy job and yeah of course like, of course after college and all that um, it was like a new awakening almost a paradigm shift when like all right now I gotta start unlearning some of the things I learned mm-hmm. when I was younger mm-hmm. and start relearning things and then start forming my own opinions on things mm-hmm. um so that, in conjunction with like paying more bills and stuff like that, they say more money, more problems. More you know, money, <laughs> problems. yeah. But like adulthood hit me like the hit me like a brick. Like it was it was a lot. Um, but it's because I, I put a lot of pressure on myself too. So um, do you feel like you're hard on yourself when you're like trying to accomplish a goal or you know very, those very, type of things? Very, like I, hold myself to a high standard so as you should yeah sometimes <laughs> too high like not, not, I won't say too high but put a lot of pressure on myself okay like performance wise productivity wise mm-hmm. like if I feel like I didn't inch closer to a goal any given day I'm almost mad at myself sometimes <laughs> so yeah but mm-hmm. adulthood in general I mean it's just more responsibility but mm-hmm. once you kind of get comfortable with it, um, it just becomes a... More smooth, more easier. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. But it's like, at the age where I, it wasn't too long ago to where we really felt like we transitioned into adulthood. Because mm-hmm. even when you, you know, 18 is, is like a legal adult, but I don't feel like you're really getting into it until you... I mean, it depends, it's from person to person, but... Yeah, I feel like it depends on, like, your experience and also depends on, like, your job and what you got going on. You know, like, I'm 25, but I low-key feel like I'm 21 still, like, you know, like, it's just one of those, yeah, yeah, it's one of those things. Um, I feel like I had not, like, a crisis or anything like that, but, you know, I went, like, transitioning from, like, an all-white school Mm. to, like, you know, coming out of that and, um... I feel like while I went to that school, so it was like majority white people, it wasn't a lot of like minorities in there. I felt like I kind of had, I don't want to say like identity issues, but in a way, just because I felt like I was very reserved where like I would only act a certain way just because I was around a certain crowd, you know what I mean? Um, So I feel like I couldn't completely like let loose. Um, But I want to say like my senior year, I started like not caring and I was like, fuck it, like I'm gonna just be who I am. 
Um, so I feel like that kind of helped me, like, my senior year transitioning into, like, adulthood and then, like, you know, just all of that getting put together. Are you still, do you still have friends from, like, the high school you went to that you're still close with to this day? To be honest, no. Like, all of, and it's crazy because all of my friends went to a completely different high school. Like, I was the only one that went to that high school. Um, So, it made things a little difficult. And I would always tell my mom, like, oh, I want to transfer, I want to transfer. But my mom wouldn't let me because all my brothers and, like, mainly almost all my family went to that school. So, it was kind of like tradition in a way. Um, So, did you hang with, like, your family members at school? So, at the time, my... One of my brothers, he was um, in school when I was in school. He was, like, a grade above me. And, like, we would hang out and all that. I would hang out with his friends and all that. And, like, it was cool, you know. But it was just outside of school I wanted to hang out with my friends. Or if there was, like, games or something, you know, I would go to, like, my friend's school instead of going to my school. Um, You know, just because it was different. Unless I was, like, cheering or something, then obviously I couldn't go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I was on the cheer team. Mm Mm-hmm. I was on the cheer team at my school, and then we also had, like, a step team for, like, two years, but it was obviously, like, all, like, black girls and, like, two Hispanic girls on there, um, so they ended up, like, shutting us down <laughs> eventually, <laughs> like, they didn't want us to do it anymore, um, but yeah, I did that for a little bit, um, but I don't know, I feel like adulthood has been, like, a reality check in a good way, though, I feel like it's definitely, like, put me on, like, my P's and Q's, you know? Mm-hmm. So finding purpose um, in life, how have you gone about that? Finding purpose, something I realized, and it's crazy because I just got done reading a book called Man Search for Me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you were telling me about that. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, I feel like the best way to look at finding purpose what's worked for me is to understand the fact that purpose and meaning changes throughout life. I feel like a lot of people look for this grandiose overarching purpose mm-hmm. and um, actually in the book he, he compared uh, purpose and meaning to a movie and, and oh, the fact okay. that like you don't understand the full uh theme or purpose of the movie until the end but okay. like if you break it down each scene and each image has a different purpose along the way mm-hmm. and then you put that all together and that's when you get the overall purpose so I that's kind of dope yeah. that's super dope nah, do you know what movie he like referred to nah it wasn't a specific movie he was just oh saying, okay just in general in okay general. okay yeah, okay like, and i think that's a good way to look at life because you might be doing something right now you might be in a season of your life where this is what I'm focused on. This is what is meaningful to me. And like a year later, it could be completely different. Mm-hmm. So a I lot changes in a year. A lot does change yeah. in a year. Like, for example, for me, at one point, the studio was like my sole purpose. Like, I would be at my nine to five working on <clears throat> the studio. I would be doing stuff late at night in regards to setting this up. Mm-hmm. But like now that it's kind of a thing and I'm able to maintain it, I don't think that's necessarily my purpose in this season of my life. Okay. But I just think that's a good way to look at it. And just everything comes and goes and like it's okay to change the purpose. And you might mm-hmm. not know 
your overall purpose until you might be on your deathbed and you put the pieces together and you're like, yeah, you oh, have an epiphany or something. You're like, oh, shit. Like, yeah, you know, like yeah, yeah, this is what it is. But mm-hmm. that's how I approach um, purpose. And I also, with purpose, there's okay, it's okay to have gray areas or what uh, Victor Frankl in the book, he referred to it as existential frustration, mm-hmm. which is where you feel like you're just in a state of like, what is my purpose? What's my meaning? And like, I don't really know. But like wrestling with that is part of it's just part of life and it's part of finding for sure yeah. you have to kind of you kind of have to just get comfortable with that because um, it's going to happen from time to time like when you're in between this season and the next season it might be a great area for a while you might just be like searching but one thing you stress is like as long as you create value like give your gifts to the world mm-hmm. purpose will find you in a way Cause, I like that. That's super cute. I like that. <laughs> yeah, because, like, I think a lot of times people get trapped in that, like, you're searching for purpose within yourself, mm-hmm. and you're just like, you might be like, God, send me a purpose, God, send me a purpose, but if you're not giving your gifts to the world, it's never going to come. So yeah. just focus on creating value, and everything else will come. I agree with that. I feel like I'm very big on, like, developing a growth mindset, you know? It's one of those things where you just kind of not like not be able to see failure in your life you know i feel like a lot of people um sometimes will like have negative thoughts or like think negatively when they're in a great area or something but i feel like i've been new to doing this but i've been very big on just when shit happens seeing things as like in a positive way instead of like always in a negative way you know so like i feel like that's definitely helped me um into like finding purpose in life and then um I feel like just like exploring things that I like or stepping out of my comfort zone um, or like doing things that I normally wouldn't do. But, you know, that way I'm exploring, knowing what I like, what I don't like, you know, one of those kind of things. Um, And definitely creating like a vision for yourself. I feel like a lot of people may have like a vision at the moment, but like not like a long term goal or like a long term, you know, vision for yourself. So that's important. I used to, I was on this, like, self-help kick, like, after, when I first had that, um, quarter-life crisis I talked mm-hmm. about, <laughs> I was reading a bunch of self-help books and, like, saying mantras every morning, like, mm-hmm. manifestation, mm-hmm. I almost missed it a little bit, but I was super, I was big on, like, I have to meditate every day, I have to have 10 minutes of just, uh, envisioning, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. all that stuff, and I, I think it did play a role. Um, so you don't do that anymore? To a certain extent, I do, but definitely okay. not to like as much as I did when, okay. I, was, when I was coming out of that period. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's because now, now I know what I have to do. I feel like in that period, I was like searching, searching, searching. Mm-hmm. So I guess it's like just that when you're in that gray area. And you need to find yourself, you might need to start doing that stuff again. Like, go back to those habits. Go back to just meditating, mm-hmm. being one with your thoughts, figuring out what it is that, that, that is really going to work for you. And um, That's true. You know, so it's like, that's what I'm saying, it's seasons. So. I feel like you should try that now, though. Like, try to implement it a little bit just to see how, like, it can change things for you. In a good way, though, you know, yeah. and, like, just try to grow in like a positive way i feel like if you 
implement those like on your daily basis it could you know get you somewhere far somewhere higher than you can think you know yeah Yeah. i do want to go back it's just hard because like a lot of stuff has picked up since then like my life isn't as simple as it was I just have a lot more You Mr. Busy guy, you know? Nah. <laughs> not on purpose. I'm busy, like, productively, though. It's not, I don't want to be busy. You know what I mean? Like, being busy yeah. is not, some people, like, act as if being busy is, like, a token. It's like, I don't necessarily want to be that. I kind of want my time, but I wish I had more time. Yeah, that's true. But at least you're, like, always doing something. You're not just, like, oh, chilling at home or, like, I you mean, know what I mean? Too, like, I have my days too. Like, I'm not perfect. Like, I'm not. Some days I'm not productive at all, and I hate it. But like, it is what it is. Sometimes you gotta take a rest day. Yeah, of course, of course. It's good for your mental health, you know, to just, you know, take a break. Cause yeah. I feel like I'm a type of person. I'm always up and doing something, you know. Yeah, so know. <laughs> I'm always doing something. So I feel like those days where I can just rest, I like take advantage of them because you know ain't no way let me say see <laughs> but are you do you get guilty you feel guilty when you take the rest of days but sometimes i fall victim to that like i'll be like i feel guilty and then i'll be like i don't give a fuck <laughs> yeah okay that's fair but yeah. like sometimes i'll literally be like i could be doing something right now I could be doing this i could be doing i got a million you always there's always something to do that is true though there's always something to do but like Give yourself grace, grace to have those rest periods or mm-hmm. mental health days or whatever it may, mm-hmm. whatever it may be. Even on the days where I'm resting, though, I feel like because I'm so used to like doing something, I'm trying to find something to do. When I'm telling myself like, "Oh, let me chill," but like now I'm trying to do something, you know? Yeah, yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. You gotta get out of that. I mean, I'm speaking for myself. I mean, yeah, sure, yeah, of like, course, of it's course. Like, you gotta be able to give yourself grace, but you have to earn the grace too. Like, you can't be a bum and then just. Be like, <laughs> Every day, not the I, bum. I just need another rest day, nah. Yeah. Like, you know, you gotta be have some type of emotion doing something to deserve the rest days. You know what I mean? No, you're right. You're absolutely right. I agree with that 100. Um, percent How would you say motivation and discipline are like two different things? I feel like a lot of people confuse them, to be honest. Yeah. Um, but you know, they are two different things. I would say. When you say that, because I was reading a book not too long ago, mm-hmm. it's called Tiny Habits, and it's saying like the recipe to forming a habit is a, it's, it's both, it's motivation and discipline, mm-hmm. you can't really do something on a consistent basis if it's just one or the other, you kind of have to have both, right, so like if it's just discipline and there's no motivation attached to it at all, you're, you're pretty much just going through the motions, right? Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's like that. The motivation is super low, but your discipline is high. Like, even take the gym, for example. Like That's funny that you say that. I was going to use that as an example. <laughs> yeah, literally. Like, you might not see results. You might not see results for a while, but your discipline has to be super high, mm-hmm. right? And In order for might, you to accomplish that goal, you're setting yourself, you your know? Discipline, exactly. Mm-hmm. Your discipline has to be super high. But then... Once you start seeing results, your motivation might go up. And you might be like, okay, my motivation is able to fuel me going to the gym X amount of days a week. Mm-hmm. And, like, even if my discipline kind of fell off a little bit, 
my motivation is what keeps me going and able to deliver on this habit or whatever I'm trying to do. Mm-hmm. So I think they work where if one is high, the other may be low, mm-hmm. and vice versa. But I agree. They both, like, in conjunction, help you uh, reach your goals and form habits or whatever it may be. I agree. I feel like motivation is more of like a feeling you know like an adrenaline like a feeling and then discipline is like an action like you're actually gonna do what you need to do to get to where you want to be you know i feel like motivation is a temporary feeling though so it's one of those things where like you can tell yourself like oh yeah like i want to do this i want to do that but discipline comes in and like what are you really doing to accomplish that goal you know what i mean um yeah yeah so it's one of those things where it's a temporary feeling so when it comes to motivation so it's one of those things where you got to keep working on it and then i feel like discipline is one of those things where it just boosts it but like in a way where it's coming into reality like right in front of you because you're acting upon it you know um so i feel like some people may confuse it just because they're very similar but it's like to me it's like a feeling and an action you know so it's like feeling versus action in a type of way I say discipline as much. Discipline is what sustains you. I say that because, like you mm-hmm. said, motivation. Very true. Motivation is very like one-offish in a sense. Like it's like motivation might not come for a while. Like you might go through a period where you just have to be disciplined and, and just do that for a while to sustain it. You might get a burst of motivation, but it might not last long. You might see some results. But then those results, they might get stagnant for a second, and then you just mm-hmm. gotta go back to discipline. So I feel like if it was on a graph, in a sense, like motivation spikes, discipline is what keeps the, you know, keeps it going. Keeps it going. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I absolutely agree with that. I yeah. like that. That's cute. <laughs> um, so you are a guest on the show slash podcast or whatever. So normally when I have a guest, I like to play like a little game. Um, so the game I chose was you gotta fuck one, you gotta kill one, and you gotta marry one. <laughs> Alright, let's do it. Okay, so the first round I have um Tracy Ellis Ross. She's a baddie, she's a classic, you know, love yeah, yeah, love her, love her. Um, you got Rihanna, you know. She's she's solid, um, and Lori Harvey just to throw her in there. <laughs> I feel like these are all different. Like exactly, Lori that's why I did it. I was like, they're different, but like they're yeah, all yeah, like yeah. you know. But now I'm saying like solid. Tracy Ellis Ross is like almost a top tier. Lady. Like I, I respect her. Rihanna's yeah. like uh, I came up with her, and Lori Harvey is like that's for the new kids. Like that's like what you trying to like slut her out or something. <laughs> So you gotta fuck one, you gotta kill one, and you gotta marry one. But let's like cheers real quick. Damn, so I, I can finish. More. I finish one. Okay, I'm almost done with mine. Um, nah, but hold on. I'll do some more. But okay. nah, let me let me let me think because that's a good one, right? It, it, that's a that's a great one. Right, right, right. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, oh, I, I like this. Here's the thing: I mm-hmm. have to kill Lori Harvey because I'm how could I kill Rihanna? Tracy Okay, good. I was on the same type of page, so. And I would say, mm-hmm. 
You want to I'm marrying Rihanna. Why? Rihanna's, well, number one, I don't need her well, but she's a billionaire. She's okay. we're set for life. My guy thinking smart. <laughs> yeah, I'm being smart, but also, like, who wouldn't want to marry Rihanna? Like, I mean, yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course. Um, I can't, so, my kill is definitely Lori Harvey. I'm sorry. Like, I thought about making her the, the fuck, but I, I can't do that. So, so you would, know. so you would marry Rihanna. Marry Rihanna. You would kill um, Lori, Lori Harvey. Harvey. I would fuck um, Tracy Ellis Ross, and that's like. <laughs> you said all, vintage with, vagina. vagina. <laughs> yeah, I love with, that though. That's with, cute. <laughs> that's, that's with, with all due respect, like. Of course. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I would love it, but with all due respect, because like I, I see Tracy Ellis Ross like, a, but I would still kill her. I would still. Kill her. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's she's like but, a mess. And, and she's like. I don't know if I'm marrying her because she's how many years older than me? Like, she might die. Age ain't nothing but a number. To an extent. To an extent. To an extent. But, you know. I don't know how old she is. How how old is Tracy Ellis Ross? I don't know. I could look it up, though, real quick. Let's see. Hold on. Let me see. How old is she? I'm 24. So, Tracy Ellis Ross. She's probably, like, in her late 40s. Or maybe early 50s. She's 49. Okay, I was close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's been on this earth like twice a week. So it's <laughs> like half like, your age. <laughs> like, I'm going to marry her and then I'm going to be. She might die like 20 years before me. Facts. So, or like 10, 15. Oh, you never know. Like me and Rihanna probably got more longevity anyway. So. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And Love that. That's cute. Fancy and she's just. She's just. Rihanna's just Rihanna. Have you seen like the Fenty line though? Like, like the, the lingerie and shit. Yeah, Fancy Savage. Yeah, yeah. I like it's cool. I mean, I mean, of course for females, but yeah. like you know the line be yeah. it's cute. I went in the store. They have one in uh, Pentagon City. They, like they do. They yeah. do. I didn't like it too much. That's why I say it. But it's alright. Um. Well, the next um one I have, it's a little different. You know, just yeah. throwing like random females out there, but I have Scarlett Johansson, um, Chrissy Teigen, and Doja Cat. This lineup is just. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this I like the first lineup. Um, Scarlett Johansson, Chrissy Teigen, Doja Cat. Mhm. Doja Cat's cute though. Like Doja you know. Cat's cute, but she's. She's like weird, cute, and problematic, and she's like. Problematic, but Doja Cat got a wagon on her, so. <laughs> I would, I would say, um, I'm fucking Doja Cat. Okay. Now I got Chrissy Teigen, and Scarlett Johansson. Kill Chrissy Teigen, marry Scarlett no, no, Johansson. No. <laughs> I don't think I can marry one of them. So I think it just has fair, to be. Fair, fair. It has to be. Wait, what is Chrissy Teigen? I don't know, but Chrissy Teigen is kind of annoying, low key. Like she is low key, she is, and she could. She's not problematic, but could be if she wanted to. Chrissy Teigen and Doja Cat are annoying, so I gotta pick which one annoys me more and kill me. (laughs) I would say, I would say, fuck Scarlett Johansson, kill Chrissy Teigen, and yeah, yeah, marry Doja Cat, yeah. Nah, Doja Cat can't get married. <laughs> what? What do you mean she can't get married? She be saying too much dumb 
shit. I'm, I can't. I, can, I couldn't put up with that. So I say this. I'm weak. Damn, but I don't want to kill somebody. Right? She's a baddie, though. Like, I know she's white and shit, and I probably wouldn't marry her either, but, like, you got to at least fuck her. Like, it's Scarlett Johansson. What you mean? I'm sticking to what I said. So. Doja Cat. Killing Scarlett. And marry no, no, no. Kiss- <laughs> you, know what, you, know no. you see? I don't want to marry. I don't. Here. I, I want to marry a white woman, but just off the fact that Chrissy Teigen is so annoying, low key. Mm hmm. Killing Chrissy, fucking Doja, and La- yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. And that's just what it's going to be. I mean, Scarlet may be with the shits, and we don't know, you know? Yeah. That's, that's what it's going to be, just because Chrissy Teigen and Doja Cat are both. But, like, they're, they're good people. I don't know. I couldn't put up with that. I'm done. Um, so, the last round I have is Ashley Graham. So, she's, like, the plus-size model. You didn't Look her up. You've yeah, seen her great. before. Ashley Graham. She's the plus-size model. She's beautiful. But I have her. Um, Holly Berry. And Jennifer Lopez. I just had to, like, throw her in there. Ashley Graham, you've seen her before. Yeah, she's like a she's a famous model. She's like done um, a few collabs too. So Ashley Graham, Holly Graham, who? Jennifer Lopez, J Lo, whatever. Alright, I'm killing Ashley Graham. <laughs> I'm so mad you just said that, but I'm okay. Ashley Graham, fucking J Lo, and I'm marrying Holly Berry. I love that. I love Holly Berry. She's yeah, like. like she, she, out of all of them, she seems most white material to me. J-Lo You're B, absolutely right. I can agree yeah. with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. J Lo B, she be too. She, she done just mess with too many. I mean, yeah, too many guys. Yeah, she's like, married. She's been married more than like yeah, three so times, I think. And, and that tells me something though. If you've been married that many times. Maybe, maybe she's the problem, she but you know. Be the problem, so. <laughs> and then, but and it's like putting J Lo down is an accolade. That's like Ashley Graham. She cool, but like. So you would kill Ashley Graham, marry Holly Berry, and then uh, fuck Jennifer Lopez. Okay, I feel that. I feel that. I like that. I like that. Different. I would have said I probably would have killed Jennifer Lopez, would have fucked Holly Berry, and married Ashley Graham. That's true. That's true. Like, I feel I like that's why you, you know, like, picked yeah, what you picked. Like I, I don't even, I didn't know who it was, so that, I couldn't. When you it. looked her up, though, did you? Um, Look wise, yeah. She was did you up. like see her? Do you feel like you've seen her before or something? No. Nah, I mean, maybe, but yeah, yeah, maybe. Nah, maybe. I, she didn't like ring any bells. So. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Um. So. For those of you that don't know, we're recording at Double M Studios, right? Shameless plug. <laughs> um, so shout out to y'all for having me, you know, record here. I really appreciate it. Um, so I kind of want to talk a little bit about Double M Studios, whatever you want to, you know, share, feel comfortable sharing. Um, how did this start? Because I did a little research and from what I recall, like the floor plan was completely different and you guys kind of like just brought it to life and when you gave me the little tour like it was super cute in here and it's a really nice setup i like it this mural is super cute 
Um, so could you tell us a little bit more about Double M Studios? Sure. Mm-hmm. So, uh, my business partner, my brother, Bees, mm-hmm. he was the original, he, he came up with the original thought, like, just to do the studio. Uh, our videographer, Jiggy, this is his basement. We run it out, and we run it like a real business, even though it's a basement. A lot of people don't even know that. I was going to say that. Like, not to cut you off, but it doesn't even look like a basement. Yeah. Like, it looks like an apartment or, like, you know, just a certain space just for the studio. It doesn't look like yeah. a basement at all. So, um, Bees had, uh, he had approached me. You know, it's funny, because he was, like, trying to convince uh, Nash, Nash B, mm-hmm. who was on the team, mm-hmm. and Jiggy, mm-hmm. that, like, you got to add Kel, you got to do because no one else is going to do what we need to do to like <laughs> successfully start and run this business. Mm-hmm. So this used to be like just a basement slash headquarters for a group of friends, really. Like, okay. So you guys used to just like chill and I wasn't even shit. really in that clique at first. Like okay. I was cool with everyone, but I wasn't necessarily down here all the time. Like, okay. And so it, it started with literally a vision and. I was like interested in real estate at the time, so I just I took that and I kind of ran with it. I created a whole floor plan for everything. Um, started ordering stuff like from the couch to the tables to the mm-hmm. acoustic phone and the booth, and it was really quick. It happened from we built everything and did all this stuff between summer twenty. Summer 2020 to winter 2020, so it was only a span. Okay, like a few months. Five, six months max. Okay. And we had, um, it was it was bare, like there was nothing. Like mm-hmm. we put floors down, we outfitted the booth, we painted the walls, mm-hmm. hung acoustic. Uh, I like that all the walls are like black. You know, yeah. I feel like that's different. It makes it like yeah. pop. It um, makes it come out. Shout out to Young Juice. He did the mural on the wall. It took such a long time, but. It's yeah. beautiful. I love it. It's so cute. But yeah, so started with a thought. We we got together and we just hit the ground running. Honestly, like in that six month span or five to six month span, we mm-hmm. we just got a super workhorse mode and just got to it. We opened in December December twenty twenty. So it's been so it's been almost two two years. Almost two years. Almost I mean, two years. December it'll be two years. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Almost two years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So are you happy doing. with it so far? Do you like, yeah, you know, how it's how it's running? Yeah, 100%. And I'm behind every single system in this, in this uh, basement, so in the studio, actually. Okay. Um, but I'm ready to, like, I'm ready to expand. Like, I'm not, this is one studio. My mind is already on two, three. Three, yeah. So I'm happy, but I'm, I'm like, ready to, to do more. To ready do to more. Scale. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's a good mindset to have, kind of like reflecting back on having a growth mindset. You know, it's just one of those things where you want more for yourself. So I'm pretty sure you guys will accomplish, you know, more than just one studio or if you guys want to like do something else. Yeah, yeah, that's cute. I'll definitely be on the lookout for that, you know. Um, What's your guys' uh, Instagram or like social media? Instagram, social media. Mm-hmm. Studios underscore DMV. Underscore so DMV. Okay. Gaze, like 
<laughs> Press follow like shit. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's Press cute. Follow. Stay that's tuned because it's always we got a lot, a lot coming. Like when I say that, I'm so serious. Like I'm not. Duh. You know, some people just uh, you know, talk to talk. Yeah, like I'm, I'm so serious. Like pretty soon we're rolling something out, and I can't speak too much on it, but just. Well, I'll be on the lookout, and if I can help with anything, I will. You know, for sure, for sure. Yeah, I appreciate you even like doing this episode with me. You know, appreciate that. Um, Well, I want to say thank you for being on the show with me. I appreciate it. Um, And for those of you who want to continue supporting me, please follow me on Instagram, Apple Podcasts, and TikTok at Sip Happens with two S's. And yeah. We're done. Cute. I like this. <laughs> Cheers. Yeah, I do, actually. Got low key, I got like a shot left, but like I'm not gonna take the whole thing. Do it your own way and do it beautifully. Say some shit like I got my own fucking money. Make them bitches feel hurt. Hit them bitches where it hurt and put that shit in your music and make money off it in your music. Fuck these hoes. <laughs>